Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Some say Kansas City is the soccer capital of the Midwest. Or is it the United States? Which one is it? Kansas City. It's the soccer capital of Kansas City. Kansas City is the soccer capital of Kansas City. We're back on the road again, coming to you live from Children's Mercy Park, home of Sporting Kansas City. They're having a great season, currently in second place in the MLS Western Division. Today, they can clinch a playoff berth against Real Salt Lake, not to be confused with El Camino Real, a great place to get tacos in Kansas City. Or the Royale with cheese. Or the Royale with cheese, which is a delicious thing to eat. This is my first Sporting Kansas City game. I never even attended a KC Wiz or Wizards game at Arrowhead back when they played there. I think it stems from my childhood in the 80s when the Kansas City Comets indoor soccer team was all the rage. I was a big Comets fan, as everyone was back then. They had a cool logo and a cool theme song, and everyone in Kansas City loved the Comets. The Comets player, Gino Schiraldi, had a great pizza place down the street from my house, and we'd eat there all the time. So I was more of a fan of Gino Schiraldi's pizza than I was soccer. And as a young kindergartner, my mom signed me up for indoor soccer to play with my brother, and indoor soccer was really, really big in the 80s. It was like the future of soccer. None of this playing outdoors stuff. Did anybody else play indoor soccer in the 80s? No. I played outdoor soccer. Oh, uh, sorry. Surprisingly, I've never actually played on a soccer team. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like a real curveball in that one. Didn't see that coming, did you? No. You know, my mom pulled me out of sports when I was a young kid, and she told me later in life that she pulled me out because I was embarrassing. Oh, gosh. Wow. It was a cost-cutting move in, in our house. <laughs> For my mom, it was a pride move. She just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> she couldn't sit in those stands and watch it, me defend. I didn't my understand family. soccer as a kid. I don't think the coach ever told me the rules. And it also stems from a problem with there was another kid on my team named Davin with an N. Uh, and my name was David. Mm. So every time the coach yelled David, I thought he was yelling at Davin mm. and vice versa. And I would always run the wrong way and bump into people and the coach, I remember the coach being very angry at me, and Dave N was like the star player on the team, and I could tell he was upset with me, and <laughs> I just ended up quitting soccer because Did you of make that. it a full season? I think so, maybe. Uh, so I probably not. two games. Yeah, so I was going to say, consider your lack of passion for soccer. I'm going to say you are shy of one season. Right. Probably. I blame soccer. those parents, though. Who the hell names their kid Dave N? That was... Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm mumbling. Who names their child David? That was my other question. Like, yeah. if there were multiple Davids, I could see that being confusing. The real twist there that I would not have seen was David. Yeah. When you're, and think about the kid. They got to spend the rest of their life coming off like a snob prick. No, it's David. Right. right. And then, I mean, by the time the, by the time David was like 22, everybody thought he gave himself that name. Well, oh, oh you're David, are you? But also, people. Like, I don't correct people on my name. I'm just like, yep, Andrea, that is right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you're Andrea. I'm Andrea, and I never correct anyone because I don't want to be that kid. I people just are like, oh, okay. I think I'd correct people on Trevor. You can't mess that up. That's no. hard to mess up. That's Trevor. why you just usually go by Trev, right? Yeah, I just go with Trevor. <laughs> I, just I think I try to go by Trevor. On the record, we want to say we love you, David. We're not sure. Wherever it's not you your right. Fault. It's not. No, you not at all. You didn't do that. It's not not at all. And, and you're probably still a great soccer player. 
Probably. Better than it's David. probably playing for Real Salt Lake. <laughs> better than David. Certainly better than David. <laughs> well, I think it's time that I figured out this soccer thing once and for all. So today at Children's Mercy Park, I will begin to make amends. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place is going to go unmentioned until Gino Schiraldi himself tells me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great place to get tacos in the Kansas City area. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories and soccer memories with us. Let's share some stories, share some laughs. Most importantly, share some tacos. Yes. Davin, you're not invited. Wow. Welcome to Taco the Town. So let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Children's Mercy Park, home of the Major League Soccer Club Sporting Kansas City, one of the top soccer venues in the MLS and in the United States. It also has been the site for a few musical festivals. What festivals have been out here? Like Farm Aid and... Uh, um, Buzz does beach ball out here. Beach ball. Um, also the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats won a national football championship here. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Jane's Addiction played here once. Jane's I Addiction? saw them, yeah. It was just them? Jane's Addiction. Oh, Sweet. I saw Journey and Pat Benatar here as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look at that. I forgot about that until just now. It was Journey, Jane's Addiction, and Pat Benatar <laughs> yeah. was the closer. <laughs> Jane's Addiction was the middle band. They became Sporting Kansas City in 2011. Before that, they were the Wiz or the Wizards with such stars as Preki, Digital Takiwara, Tony Miola, and Alexi Lawless. Do you have any other favorite Wizards slash Sporting Kansas City players? Um, Tony Miola, Preki. I mean, I think maybe Beasler did a season as the Wizards. He's no. still here. Yeah. Yes. Wasn't Michael Jackson in the Wiz? He was. Okay. Diana I have Ross. a really yeah. funny bad date story about The Wiz, the movie. Let's but hear that's, it. Well, do you want me to tell the bad date story? Yeah, sure. Let's do okay. It. it was a second date with this guy, and we went to Alamo Draft House, and we were like, weren't really sure we were going to see a movie. Went for game night because they do board games on Mondays, and we decided to watch a movie. And what was playing was The Wiz, and neither of us had ever seen it. But it was one of those ones where people like they give you props and people yell the lines. Oh, yeah. And we were both very confused about what was happening. So the date itself was fine, but we were both very overwhelmed in the moment, having no knowledge of The Wiz as a movie. Actually, that was our last date. Maybe it, yeah. maybe it was a bad date. Not a good date. Sorry, no. I got a question there. When you go to a movie, do you expect to know what the movie's about before you go to it? Well, There's supposed to be a surprise. Well, movies. yes, but everyone else knew what was coming. Oh, so they're like yelling movie, the lines yeah, and we sorry. were like, okay. Yeah, it was one of those like big productions where you like do certain things at certain times. And both of us are sitting there in like the front row because we were the last people to decide to go to this movie. Just very overwhelmed by the entire situation. Is it Cicely Tyson in that movie? Who's the Who plays Dorothy? Um, no, film? it's... Diana uh, Ross. Yeah, Diana Ross. Oh, Diana. Ross, two classics. Well, we've already heard from them a little bit, so let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. She's a lifelong taco eater and a half lifelong soccer fan. She's traveled North America supporting Sporting Kansas City and the U.S. national teams. She wakes up too early on Saturday and Sunday mornings to watch Liverpool games, has tailgating down to an art and a science. Hi, Mimosa in a can. I love you. And has braved a soccer blizzard without a coat. 
She thinks her dad named her after wrestling icon Andre the Giant. It's her second appearance here on the show. She's a huge Sporting Kansas City fan. When ordering tacos, her rule is always order one weird meat. We learned that from the last episode. I knew I had to get her on for this episode of the show. Welcome back to Taco the Town, Andrea Garcia. Hi, thanks for having me back. Thanks for being back on the show. And, and I knew this would be the perfect show for you because of your love for Sporting Kansas City. I just need you to give me some of that knowledge because I'm not very knowledgeable about soccer right. in general. I think I can help. I think I'm here for you. Last episode, we talked a lot of wrestling. We did. This episode, we can talk a lot of soccer. All right, I'm in. Our second guest... I'll be there for you. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, ...is <laughs> our second guest today. He eats tacos. He's also an actor and a filmmaker. More importantly, he eats tacos. Acting-wise, he's performed in feature films, short films, various plays and commercials. He played the role of Fog Allen in my film, The Last Jayhawker. And he's also appeared in my film Metcalf South Memories as Mr. Shepard, the dad in the Metcalf South superfan family. Regrettably, he's never been paid to eat tacos, but he has been in a classic Minsky's Pizza TV commercial with Graham Zusi. True. Where he True was fact. paid to eat pizza. True fact. Not tacos. I was paid in pizza. But now, now you have his link to soccer. He is also the owner of thecomedyminute.com, which features fun comedy videos and comedy video contests. Welcome to Taco the Town, Trevor Martin. Thank you. It's great to be here. By the way, quick quick fact I'm realizing right now. This is the longest I have ever sat in front of a taco without eating it. It's hard to do. It we is, got these tacos earlier. So They're sitting here right do. in front of us. Still, they're, they're still in ripe eating condition, though. These are yeah. not cold tacos. So tell me the story behind the classic Minsky's TV commercial that you appeared in with Graham Zusi. Well, as a young boy. <laughs> uh, so interestingly, uh, my wonderful agency exposure, model and talent agency, just on the uh, talent side, called on a Friday and asked if I could go in for a Saturday audition for a, I believe, Monday shoot. So uh, they asked me if I, uh, I was going to be playing dad, kind of like just got home from work. So I showed up in uh, dress pants and a nice shirt, went in for the audition, and they said, okay, so just pretend, you know, that Graham Zussi's just walked up with the pizza and uh, you're going to be excited. So the first thing I thought, I'm going to do the Brandy Chastain shirt on. I'm just going to go down on the, my knees and throw my fists in the air and scream, yeah. Fifteen times later, I felt like if I didn't get this job, they were going to owe me a new pair of pants. I feel uh, like they knew early, and they just wanted to see you keep doing it. I think they wanted to know, one, do my knees hold up, and two, can I actually work a hole in one of the knees of my dress pants? Who, but, who, who's uh, Graham Zussi? Oh, we are also joined today by executive <laughs> producer Chris Garibaldi. Chris, thank you for joining us. You don't know who Graham Zussi is? You're welcome. Is? You know, I don't. Who's that? Andrea, who is Graham Zussi? I'm Zussi? trying to see if there's a picture of him, like, really close. There is not. Um, so Graham Zussi has been with Fording for, ooh, you're going to test my knowledge, a while. He just signed his new contract, <laughs> and he also has played for the U.S. men's team. So when you hear people yell, Zeus, during a game, that's who they're yelling. He has really pretty hair, a nice beard. Like, he'll be like, that guy. Oh, he's that's a Graham player. Zussi. Player. Yeah. But by the way, I don't mean to correct you all, but Tony Miola was a National Football League player. I don't know why you keep saying that he was a soccer player. You're thinking of Tony Gonzalez. Yes. No, Tony Miola. Right? No, you are yeah. for sure thinking about Tony Gonzalez. Who Tony, was the, Tony who was, who was here. the place kicker for the New York Jet? That was Tony Miola. The Jets? 
I don't was, know anything about the Jets. All right. Yeah. I'm other sorry. than the I'm West Side Story ones. Oh, okay, oh, Trevor, no. so back. So, so this commercial, you were cast, you were playing the dad, and they had you do the Brandy Chastain in the commercial. They did. How many uh, takes? Funny enough, a couple of things. When I first met Graham Zussi, interestingly enough, I found out we grew up, well, at different times, I am shamefully older than him, but we uh, lived a neighborhood apart in Orlando, Florida, and he went to the same high school, Lake Brantley, as my older brother. So we started talking a lot about places in Florida and everything else. So, you know, we had a lot to talk about during the day, had a good time. It was about 15 degrees outside, and he got to pretend he was, you know, bringing in the Minsky's pizza, and I got to be indoors. So it was, it was funny. Um, you know, in trouble's a stretch, but they had to ask Graham to quit laughing because I kept trying to make him laugh on the other side because he was outside freezing cold. It was supposed to look like it was the spring, so he was just in a light jacket and it was about 15 degrees out. Yeah, I would say we at least had about eight takes, but it was fine because in that perspective, I was warm and he was freezing cold, and the longer it took me to get it right, the colder he got. Those commercials are very odd because the whole concept is that Graham Zussi is delivering pizzas. Yes. But does Minsky deliver pizzas? I don't, well, first of all, I don't think, I, I don't think Minsky's delivers, no, but if also... If you won the drawing, Graham Zussi would bring you pizza. Oh, oh is that what it was? Yes. It was okay. like a... Because okay. I've seen yes. the commercial, that's okay. But also, um, I mean, I you can look up player salary data, but also, like, generally soccer players are doing okay and don't need to deliver pizza as a side gig. Yeah. Oh, dang. You. Oh, gosh, we got even more tacos here. Oh, my goodness. We're really lining them up. This is amazing. We probably won't need the next ones until... About 20 minutes. <laughs> Thank you. This is the greatest afternoon of my life. <laughs> so we've got tacos. Because I have to run eight miles after here. this. Yeah. I, so, no, for real, I have to run eight miles. a lot lately, Yeah, I, have to, I literally have to go for an eight-mile run after this, and it is not going to go well. Shortly after the World Cup, the Jets signed Team USA's goalie, Tony Miola, a New York Jersey native, as a place kicker. Oh. That's interesting. They had recently signed Nick Lowry... <laughs> Kansas City, who at that point was perhaps the greatest kicker in NFL history from a statistical standpoint. Lowry was 38 years old, however, at this point, and his leg strength was diminished. And Tony Miola is up there, like, so if you walk out of where we are, we're in the members, formerly members club now, the Budweiser the brew, brew house. house. Yeah. So if you look directly the across the window. brewery, is that what you meant to <laughs> no, say? No, absolutely not. Definitely didn't, not. Say, didn't say anything but about Tony Miola ever make it into an NFL game? Well, you don't let me do some up. research. I'm sure. Uh, he, by the I way, think he uh, won being the from Super Bowl. Wichita, Kansas, I'd like to throw a shout out to uh, Chico Borja. Okay, I, uh, I he was a Wichita wing, buddy. Okay, I grew up with the Wings. They Interestingly, played the Comets. yeah, yeah, the Comets they were actually like the rival. Yeah, rival uh, when yeah. I was growing up, we went to the Wings game. All my friends played soccer, and so we'd go to the Wings game probably every other week because the parents go to the game and just let us all go run around. Quick shout out also to uh, former uh, both, I believe, Kansas City Comet and Wichita Wing neighbor Tom Knox. Let's just all give shout outs right That's now. That's right. You want to just all give some shout outs? Yeah. You want to give some shout, shout outs? Out to my Chris? mom. Yeah, I, um, go ahead. You go. You, I don't want to step on your mom. Go ahead. You start it off. <laughs> Tony Miola, I think that's all I've got. What's your mom's? Do you want to say your mom's name or oh, no? Oh, Peggy. Or is she in witness uh, protection? She's in, uh, she'll be on the next week's podcast, so hopefully she'll throw one back to me. <laughs> I think that's what I've got for now. I'm just going to throw it out to uh, Carrot Top, the comedian. Wow. Okay. Yo, Carrot Top, what's up? Uh, Andrea? You have um, I think, I, I'll keep it soccer. Um, shout oh. out to... The guys who run the Kansas City Cauldron and make this experience so fun. I think they've been a big part of 
the Wizards sporting history and why people care so much about the club. So shout out to those guys. I've got some Cauldron questions I'm going to ask you later in the show. I, I need got your, you. I need your knowledge on that. Okay. I want to say shout out to my favorite quarterback, NFL quarterback of all time, Warren Moon. Ooh, who, nice. Before he was in the NFL, people don't know this, but he played in the Canadian Football League. CFL. And in Canada, they you know Canadian. football is actually what we call soccer. And so wow. he won five Grey Cups playing soccer for uh, in the C- oh, Canadian football, football League. Yeah, football. 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 And then he came and switched, was two-sport person, kind of like Bo Schemblecker. What was the Bo, Bo, Bo Jackson? Guy. Bo Jackson, two-sport guy, Warren. I'd like you a shout-out to Bo Jackson. That's a good shout-out. Why yeah. wouldn't we? <laughs> But a shout out to limes. You can have a lime limes, in your taco. Yeah. You can have a lime with soda water and vodka. You can have a lime in your pie. beer. You can have key lime pie. You c- why isn't there not a lime day? Think about all the things you can have with lime. There's a lime day. Margarita? There's a day for everything. There's, There's a, a lime, day. lime oh, day. Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. There's a lime day. So these tacos. Let's just get the show going. Let's start tasting these tacos and testing these tacos. We've got the steak and the the fish tacos in front of us here. Andrea, I'm going to ask you about um, since you were last on the show. You, there's been a lot of new restaurants open up in Kansas City. You are a Kansas City foodie. What are some of your new favorite restaurants in the KC area? That's a really good question. So, um, Dark Horse Freshwater, which is actually a fine dining restaurant. They're the ones who had opened on Southwest Traffic Way and a driver hit their side wall and they were shut down for several months while they rebuilt. But I went there and did a 10 course tasting, which sounds really fancy and expensive. It's like $50 for 10 courses of food and you can do a $25 wine pairing. Like get an Uber because the food's good and the pours are generous. 10 courses? 10 courses, like it's all, they're little, but you're gonna end up full. And if you do the wine pairing, again, I strongly recommend it. You're gonna get a little tipsy. Shout out to our sponsor, Uber. Yeah. Everybody in club getting tipsy. Get an Uber. And then I've been taco places? I'm trying to think. I've been to Tribe recently and um, really good. I still need to make it to the new Mission Taco. Casey Taco Company's so good and they do a good job, but I need to make it to the new place. I'm trying to think where else I've been. I know I've been other places. What My about mind that is new blank. parlor place. Have you been I down still there? haven't been. I need to go. Are there tacos in there? Because I haven't seen I don't, any pictures there, of no, tacos. No, I don't yet. think so. Um, That's a disgrace. I mean, come on, parlor. Pull it together, first of and all. And Shake Shack. No I have tacos. been to Shake Shack. How's that? You know, if I'm going to wait in line that long for food, first of all, I'll get the app and da- like it's pre order. It's got to be tacos. But I got the app, I downloaded and like pre ordered my burger. So I just like walked in and got uh. it and left. That's uh. the clutch move. Uh. They just started pumping uh. some. Yeah, they pump jams in here. here. And during halftime. Oh, uh. no, it's going to be like. Uh. How's that audio wise, Chris? Uh. Still uh, good. Uh, I probably could have uh, given you a heads up on that one. Uh, that was my bad. They said uh, they weren't going to do this. <laughs> well, and sometimes... Um, yeah, look, it che- is all good. We are, it's all good. It has yeah. gonna be, uh, somebody's going to be coming around with some uh, Molly. We're going to do some Molly, and we're going to enjoy some soccer. Like I, really I want to hold something back for later. I do have an amazing taco recommendation that no, uh, go can ahead. switch you it can up. Give are you sure? right This is Trevor's taco recommendation. When you go to Taco Bell... That's what I said. I said Taco Bell. And you're like, what are you talking about? Don't turn it off. Look, when you go to Taco Bell, get the shredded chicken taco, but ask for it hard shell. Ooh, Boom. Okay. It's a delicious taco. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's how I live. I live off the menu, right? And it's, uh, it's fantastic. I'd also be uh, tried unforked. Yes. Unforked has plenty of tacos. Mm. They've got Rather a good delicious. barbecue taco there. Yes. What's it called? The, uh, it's got a funny the name. Barboca. No. Yeah. 
got a funky. And I it's think like you, a barbecue bacon taco. Yeah, oh, and you yeah. hit. Uh, you already hit Q39. Yep. That's Their the barbecue taco. <laughs> is barbecue the bomb. taco. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had. Uh, it's good. Uh, one as good as. The Q39 oh, barbecue yeah. taco. Man, this music. Things are about to get crazy. Sometimes they do the jams of the 80s and 90s, and it's real nice. So, so far, what does everybody think of their tacos? The steak one's amazing. I, yeah, I, the thing I like about these tacos is they come paired, each paired with its own sauce. Yeah. And as I stated on this podcast before, food is really just an excuse to eat the condiments, and they are uh, they're really coming with some great condiments here. And they've got lime on all of them. Come with all of them. Come with a lime to squeeze on there. Oh yeah. The uh, green sauce is good. I, I think. Well, the green sauce is good and a safe choice that they didn't make it too spicy. Like I would say, hey, I might like it a little spicier, but I don't think you can. I don't think you can line it up that way to the public. Pretty good. It's a very good mild green salsa. Yeah, and it has that like hit of acid that you want with a fish, yeah. especially with the fa- fish being fried. What do you think of this red sauce for the steak taco? Like it? Uh, yeah. I'm digging the um, I'm gonna have to the shell difference. Up. So they went flour shell on the fish taco, corn on the steak, and I think that was a good call on both. This is a really good taco. I'm really happy with everything happening in my life right now. Andrea, what do you usually order when you come to Sporting Kansas City games for food? What else do they have here that's really good? Um, I'm a nacho person. Like I love ballpark stadium nachos with the cheese from a can. So. A little background on how I started watching soccer. I worked in concession stands in high school. So at the pool, at the baseball field, but also at the soccer field. And when you're at a soccer field with nothing else to do for four hours once a week, you watch soccer. And that's how I started watching soccer. But it's also how often I had nachos for my lunch because roller bar hot dogs are a little dicey every once in a while. (laughs) So um, nachos were my go-to. And it's also where, and I've taught yoga classes about this before, which sounds counterintuitive. Cheese in a can, I know that it sounds disgusting. It's good. It gets really thick when you heat it for a while, so you need to thin it out. And a lot of people will add water to it. But if you have pickled jalapenos, those jalapenos are sitting in some liquid. And that is the clutch move to thin out your cheese sauce is the jalapeno liquid. So then you get like a nice flavor but that's like how to make a can of Costco cheese last for a while. But concession scenes are how I started watching soccer and how I started to really appreciate the game. Trevor, what do you usually get when you come out here, or even what's your favorite concession stand food? If I can get tacos anywhere, it actually is. I, I, I would say, and I'm excited to try the chicken tacos. I'm usually a chicken taco person. The steak tacos pulled through pretty nice. I probably, I was going to say. Uh, how was that I'm, fish? I'm probably, did you I finish moved your fish? I did already. I, was I, it good? How was uh, it? It was it was really good. I like. I loaded up on the green sauce, and then actually took a little leftover red for the last couple of bites. I uh, I turned the taco. Uh, I turned the taco north and south, and went ahead and sauced each bite. Oh, you north and south yeah. it. Yeah, I north and south it. It was uh, at first I went east and west, and then I just decided we're going to turn this on. We're just going to turn this up whale style and <laughs> munch and dump. It was pretty good. So. Andrea, I, I'm i not the biggest soccer fan. Like I said in the opening, I had a weird relationship with soccer and stayed away from it for a very long time. You are a huge soccer fan. Uh, yeah, the whole Dave and situation. What would you say are the things that I need to learn about soccer that makes soccer a great game and a great spectator sport? That I, what, The reasons I should get into soccer. I think soccer is really nice. One, so... If you're into football, you know that you're going to be watching games from late August until January, in theory. Like, But then you have a whole bunch of time where there's no football, and what are you to do? Same with baseball. 
a little bit longer. Same with basketball. You have like a very finite amount of time. Soccer is being played professionally somewhere in the world all the time. There are no breaks. You can watch it always depending on the league. And I think what's especially cool is we have club teams like Sporting. Sporting's a club team. They play in Major League Soccer, but a lot of the players from Sporting play for their country. So there's international soccer happening throughout most of the year. You see the big stuff at the World Cup, but you also have qualifiers to that in games being played country to country throughout a lot of the year as well. So we are lucky in that we have a lot of players who play for their country. Matt Beasler and Graham Zussi, uh, Roger Espinosa playing for Honduras. Johnny Russell, who's a new addition this year, was playing for Scotland in this last round. Um, Daniel Shallowy, who's like 21 years old. He's like a child. He's an adult. He's a grown-up. Don't grown we have up, a 16 so year old on the team? We have some 16-year-olds, yeah. <laughs> so I really was, young. I was going a to a bachelorette party a couple illegal. weeks ago in New Orleans, and there were the team was flying out of the same gate we were. And the, there were some guys behind me in line, and I was like, oh, look at these little guys. Where are they off to? And I turn and I realize I'm like, oh, they're actually professional soccer players who are 16 years old. Cool. Cool. They're going to San Jose. But one time I was, um, my daughter and I came to watch Sporting KC play Houston in a playoff game. Unfortunately, we lost that game. The next day I got was getting on a flight and there was a guy who was about a foot shorter than me standing in line with a Houston, whatever their soccer team's name is, soccer bag. Dynamo. The Houston Dynamo bag. Dynamo. And I said, oh, are you with the team? And he said, yeah, I play on the team. I was <laughs> like, oh, congratulations. I was flying out to L.A. one time, and the entire Sporting Kansas City team was on my flight. And I got kind of scared because I thought I was kind of thinking of that movie Alive when the soccer plane wrecks in the mountains. I was like, oh, no, this is bad luck to have a soccer team on your flight. Well, they're cannibals. Yeah. Soccer players yeah. are yeah. known to eat humans. Right. That's probably my favorite soccer-themed movie besides Ladybugs. Does anyone else have Oh, my a- God, Ladybugs is so good. <laughs> That's obviously the best one. Okay, sum up Ladybugs in one minute. Go oh, God. Sum it up in a sentence. Yeah, give it the express. <laughs> it's like, what is the Dustin Hoffman show, Tootsie? It's like Tootsie, but it's with soccer like involved. Tootsie, Tootsie with but with soccer. soccer. <laughs> and Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Ladybug. Boom, sold. Wait, does someone, does, a, does someone dress up as a woman in yeah. it? Yeah, Devin Ooh. Sawa. And there's a weird scene where Rodney Dangerfield is in a dressing room with Devin Sawa trying on clothes. That's right. That yeah. does get a little weird in yeah. retrospect. Wasn't what about She's the Man? Wasn't that oh, a soccer she's film? The man's also <laughs> a good movie. That's a soccer movie too, right? Yeah. Shout um, out to Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Yeah. And and Big Green, also a soccer movie. Oh, what's that about? Um it's soccer? like Bad News Bears, but with soccer. Uh, there was a, a Stallone victory, maybe, a nice. Stallone soccer film where they Escaped. Yes. Or, In fact, yeah. there is. Yeah. Stallone kind of hit, you know, the circuit there. I mean, over the top, arm wrestling victory. He tried you know, to yeah. bring arm wrestling yeah. to the forefront of the sports Boxing, in America. This, I mean, look what he's so done. Were you trying to make the point that at one time Sylvester Stallone was a big movie star? I'm thinking at <laughs> one point. to break it to yeah. your friend. He's the biggest movie star of all time. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Creed coming in November. Creed, Creed 2. two. Yeah. Creed two. Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, so here are some of my complaints about soccer. I'm sure you've heard all these before. I probably have. Trevor, do you we're have... Gonna escalate I these want to some of your yeah, thoughts gonna, on gonna, this, gonna... too. Okay, here's my, here, uh, here's my list of complaints. Before a sold-out game today. <laughs> number, number one, is there any way to increase the scoring? So maybe, like, uh, one goal is worth three points or seven points? 
Okay, so that's just inflation. So if you think about how many times during a football game do teams score? Like, really, it's not that often. They maybe score two to three times. American football. American football, but they've inflated the point value. So you think you're getting more, you're really not. Soccer keeps it true. It's one-to-one. So that decreases math. You don't have to be as cognizant of adding and subtracting. Or what about if you kick the ball from half court, half pitch? That is worth more points. That would be cool, but no. No, because then you have to keep track of too much. Okay. Right now, if the ball goes in the net, it's one point. You have to do any math whatsoever. Trevor, what do you think about that? I'm trying to figure out if this is Rexon effect. Oh, I, is this rump yeah. shaker? <laughs> no, no, I, I was thinking there was, uh, what was that? Onyx. I was looking for oh. it to go, slam! Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think it is. I do not. I think it's probably 30 years past uh, Onyx. But, uh, yeah, I, well, no, when I think of uh, soccer, one, I do appreciate, and that's what, so I think soccer is interesting this. You can appreciate a game that then stays closer and intense the whole time. Exactly. So, you know, two, two, anything outside of 2-1, though, the game's probably starting to fade. But a lot of games, 1-0, 2-1, it's a much more exciting game. Absolutely. What a, okay, here, number I two. Feel like, I feel like I know where this is going, but go ahead. Number two, the clock. Why oh, okay. does the clock yeah. count? up instead of yes. counting down yeah. because you have 90 minutes so it counts time. up and then you get extra time so when you hit 45 you might have extra time this that's number three stoppage time why not just pause the clock when the ball goes out of bounds or there's a foul they do pa- i mean they do pause the clock but that they really start the stoppage time clock so when the ball goes out when there are injuries they stop time but it keeps running they just add it to the end yeah because there's that guy holding the clock but yeah. like which clock is that that is holding the big clock is the one that counts and then towards the end of a half they'll hold up a sign with how much stoppage time they're adding and there's always a minimum of that stoppage time so it might actually be more should anything happen during that stoppage time you can still add on to it but it's it's because it's easier to fix the games when they can just say how much more time there is absolutely that's why they could be like all right we need another goal rife with corruption i that's not true soccer is actually they're cleaning it up it's actually very good but um was it tony miola i don't want to get that started no tony miola is an angel miola corrupt soccer no he would never i think it was tony miola was an angel. We heard it here. True. Yeah. A, that came a, down a Kansas to City icon. Have you met him? I haven't met him. Tony Miola, if you're listening, fan of your work, shout give out. me a shout. I think it's a bold take to say he was a better place kicker than Nick Lowry, but, you know, God I bless mean, you for taking a bold well, stance on him. Well, Jan Yeah, I feel like one of my friends did a podcast Jan. with him about soccer, Jan. actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so one of my friends, his name is Chris, he started a soccer supporters group along with his brother and one of their friends that supports the U.S. men's national team, the women's team as well, called the American Outlaws. And it started with like three guys from Lincoln, Nebraska. And now I think they have over 10,000 members across the United States. So people like soccer? People enjoy soccer quite a bit. (laughs) No. Yes. Oh, they do. Okay, here a couple more. Hands. Can we start using hands in soccer, maybe catching the ball? A goalie can use their hands. More people than the goalies. No. Designated catchers, maybe. I feel like that's what that's when you move into lacrosse territory. Maybe is lacrosse? Or no, they have the little net sticks, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, uh, that would get way too confusing then. Okay, number five. There's a lot of injuries in soccer. A lot of people b- hitting their heads. Why don't we get some armor in there? Maybe some pe- people actually do wear helmets. We um, need helmets. Yeah. We need shoulder pads, leg pads. Shoulder pads would probably slow you down. Leg pads would also slow you down. But the maybe head, a face the head. mask. A face mask on the helmet. 
Body brace. Well, I was going to say, you couldn't have, you can't have the helmet without then the other person. Yeah. That is the shocking thing to me about soccer is actually how dangerous it is and how many serious injuries, even in like, you know, high school and college yeah. soccer. And there has a, been a and, lot of talk about that. And all you ever that. see, if you don't watch soccer, are the people flopping. Lots uh, you of know, flopping. And, and, yeah, on the flopping, in actuality, it's a pretty tough sport. It's a high-contact sport, and there are concerns about concussion protocol and concussion safety, and there are some former players who retired early because of those issues who are really pushing better rules, better safety precautions to keep kiddos safe. Because especially when you're younger, like little kids should not be heading balls. Like it's not safe for them. So this um, is what so I yeah. say. I say we get helmets. We get these guys in pads. Catching maybe we the have ball. the ball be oblong. We, <laughs> maybe instead of having the action go constantly, we stop and start it. And then um, you, you get to throw the ball. You can throw it and catch it. Yeah. And then uh, there won't be any concussions. It'd be fun to see them run with the ball instead of kicking it with their feet. Yeah. Right. And here, that's another one of my issues with soccer. All the running. Is there really, do we really have to have all this running around? I mean, it's a lot of running. I think <laughs> in an average game, like, a player can run up to seven miles over the course of the 90 minutes. Like, it's Jeez. something crazy like that. They run a lot, which is why they're, like, sporting has a really high level of demand for fitness of their players. They call it being sporting fit. And when you think about it, I'm like... Yeah, that's why I never played soccer. That sounds awful. Yeah, it sounds not fun. Trevor? Uh, the only thing I was wondering is, do we have maybe a potential? So, one, I don't think we need to necessarily fix the game of soccer. We are at a sold-out event in the most popular sport on the globe. <laughs> so I feel like there are a few flaws with the argument, just a few flaws with the argument. I do think, though, there could be a separate league, kind of like you had the XFL, where you kind of, have you ever seen the Dark Knight Rises? Oh, like extreme yeah, soccer? Yeah, just kind of like little explosions, not killing people, they just vanish for the Obstacles, game. Obstacles, kind right. of, yeah. And you throw in a American little MMA. Gladiator. These yeah. guys can kick like nobody's business. Let's Blood allow sport. like four kicks a game or something. So I think, again, you could have your XFL version of soccer. I think it's hard to say we should fix the most popular sport in the world. That, I, I think it's an attempt. I right. just think that has uh, right. it, it has its challenges. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, I'm not saying we should change NFL football. I'm saying we should change soccer. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I don't think you can say NFL football though. I think you have to say American the NFL or football. American football. It's an acronym uh, oh, thing. Man, there. There's I an don't acronym know. problem uh, right, there. So I didn't do too well in school. <laughs> um, David. Andrea. <laughs> Andrea. Um, David. You were talking about the cauldron earlier. So yeah. the, the cauldron, they have chants. They do. But they chant throughout the entire game, and everyone knows these chants. Yes. Can you do some of these chants for us? Oh. Or at least read some of these chants for I can for read us. some of them, yeah. my I think we talked about this on the last one. I teach uh, yoga, and I've been teaching a lot this week. My voice is starting to go pretty badly. No excuses. Yeah. I know. At least chant one win. of them. I mean, you're a win. Let's do this. Yeah. So I think one of the ones that you can hear really well is during designated points in the game, they'll do a call and response from the cauldron side, the north side of the stadium, to the south stand. So you'll hear the north side yell, sporting, and then the south side respond, KC. And the stadium starts to pick up on it. And it's a really cool little back and forth that they do at different times. Like um, M-I-Z. Yes. Z-O-U. Or B-E-A-R-C-A-T-S. Bearcats, Bearcats, go Bearcats. I, I wrote a couple uh, new sporting KC chants oh, for the Cauldron. Do you guys want to hear some of these? Yeah. Um, hey, Cauldron guys, I hope you're listening to this because they are always looking for new chant writers. And these are so gold. So, yeah. I mean, 
I, I think these are pretty good. I want to your opinion on them. So here's the first one. Hey, kick the ball. Kick it here. Kick it there. Hey, don't let the other guy get it. Kick it far away. Kick it across the grass. Nice. Kick it with your foot. Kick it with your knee. Kick it with your head. But don't touch it with your hands. I think you've done that a really nice hot. job summarizing the game of soccer in a way that's easy to remember yeah. and enunciate well. So and it's really some to key, kick it, you know? yeah, some really right. key elements of what you want you soccer players to do. You could be out there and do. not sure what you're supposed to do, and then and you, you hear you that, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 this is coming back. Yeah. Don't touch it with your hands. Yes. Yeah, they always remember right. that. Like that little you light also bulb tell moment. them what to do, right. right? That's effective. That's effective chanting right there. You don't want to just be, I'm, don't do this and that. I'm pretty sure you just took that out of the rule book for soccer. <laughs> I mean, that is the that is the rule book for soccer. It's about a 10-line <laughs> poem. Here's, you could you could write that down, and that could be the rules of soccer. I think that's what I was thinking. I want just this people is, to know wow. what's going on. Sometimes I get confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's chant number two. Soccer, 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 football, football, football. Run, run, run. Kick, kick, kick. Fun, fun, fun. Again, just like a really solid addition to the lineup. It tells you what's happening what you want to do, and that you're about to enjoy what's going to happen. And yeah. I think that's clutch. Yeah. It's good. I, th I, think, I think most stadiums need more teleprompters, so you could really get this thing taken off if everybody knew the lines. Yeah. I wrote one for Graham Zussi. Oh, okay. Because nice. there are player chants, nice. right? Yeah, there are player chants, and Zussi, I mean, people just yell Zeus at him because of the hair and this, the, yeah. Did so, you want like, me to uh, run it by him given we're friends? Oh, uh, yeah, that'd okay. be great. Okay. If you could, yeah. Well, if you well, did that commercial with them, you should know. Yeah, right? we're kind of. Let me know your thoughts. We're kind of tight. Would you dive to your knees and shout the request? When I to saw him? him, yeah. If I see him. Uh, All right, here, here it is. Uh, Graham Zussi, he don't get loosey goosey. He ain't no sidewalk floozy. When he has a beer, he uses a koozie. That's our guy, Graham Zussi. What do you think? I think that's amazing. Yeah, I think maybe with like what what is it, a little Zuzaphone, what are the things? Yeah. And yeah, I think you pass those out. Yeah. It's so, pretty good. Those are good. I was talking about this with a friend of mine this morning. The term sidewalk floozy you can't use anymore, it's sex worker. And oh. It's a oh, more yeah, respectful. that makes sense. I bet yeah. we could find something though. He ain't no sex worker. Oh, we can change it. Works. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Yeah. The, the rhyme, you lose the rhyme a little bit, yeah. but I mean a little bit. But if he wanted to, that's Okay, if it's legal, you if can he's do in what Toronto, you want. yay, Graham. <laughs> yeah. All right. So every week on the show here, we check the taco ticker for the taco news stories of the week. You guys want to check the taco ticker with me? I would yes, love to. Absolutely. Right, yes. Let's do it. Okay, taco ticker story number one. National Taco Day is this week. I believe it's this Thursday. Uh, right? Does that beautiful. sound right, everybody? How can you not have National Taco Day on a Tuesday? It's always October 4th. Wow. What? More tacos arriving. No, this is mac and cheese. Oh, these are the mac and cheese, yeah. Oh, the mac and cheese. Oh, these are tacos? These are not tacos. Okay, these are not tacos. But mac and cheese? Oh. Yeah. Famous. That would be great. Oh, we just got some mac and so cheese. So I was having a sidebar. Turn up the mac. <laughs> I was having a Turn sidebar. Turn up the mac. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, go, go. You go. I'm sorry. I was stepping on you. I, That's the only part of this song I know. Sorry. I didn't yeah, know this was coming. Clean. Me either. Okay. Return of the Mac. Return <laughs> of the Mac. Ah. Okay. That's all I got. That's perfect. Um, Thank you. So speaking of sexual content and songs. Oh, gosh. Um, 
Return of the Mac was really popular in like my middle school dance days, as was Next Hit Too Close. Oh. I did not realize what that was about until, I don't know, last year. And Is that it's you're pretty, making it hard yeah. for me? <laughs> yes. yeah. I did not I didn't, I didn't catch that a while, for a while. And so, I was like, oh, that's not something you play for 14-year-olds? No. no. Sorry, what does Turn Up the Mac mean sexually? Oh, no, no. Uh, next Too Close, Return of the Mac. Like, they were all in that, like, middle school, high school dance, like, rotation of songs. So we might hear one in a little bit. We don't know. Return what was of the, the Mac. other one? Return of the what? Uh, Return of the Mac is okay. like a... And then what was the one you were talking next about? Next Too Close. What does that mean? It's about grinding. Feel so, a little poke coming through on you. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's aggressively sexual, and I had Feel no idea poke. until I was like <laughs> he's, 30 he's years old. Well, it's just a little being poke. Honest. I don't know if I call it aggressively sexual. Uh, the return of, return of the so mask. And then he says, you're making it hard for me. Yeah, like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's about a guy trying to keep composure right. yeah. during a, Been uh, there, a dance. Been there, done group. that. But that's not, that's not on the girl, that's on the guy. He needs it, to it, get he needs under to, Yeah, he needs to calm things down. I bet but we could request it and get it played could. in here. Oh. And get like the verse says post, in Return you know of the saying? Mac, I'm a hammer here. I was trying to engage the chef here at the Sporting KC Arena. Trying to get engaged to the show. No, I was trying oh. to engage him in conversation. And he said, you know, I know you're I know you guys are here to eat tacos, but you should try our brat mac and cheese. And I said, why not? Let's do it. He was very proud this of it. So God bless him. Back to the taco ticker. National Taco Day is this week, October 4th. Does anybody have any plans for National Taco Day? I do now. Not yet. Th this Thursday. I'm going to go to California Tacos on Kansas Avenue because they have a good taco special on Thursdays. So that's really aligned well for me. I'm going unforked. Why? Because my wife is gluten-free. Best of both worlds. Get some gluten-free tacos. I'm just going to do what I normally do on National Taco Day. I, I usually get myself a party pack of tacos, like 12 taco pack from the nearest taco joint. I always wait till dusk. I strip down to my holy undergarments, eat my tacos by myself, usually drive to Lake Quivira, find a secluded private little cove area or beach area, eat all the tacos by a campfire, and then I plunge myself in Lake Quivira and purify myself in the waters of Lake Quivira. It seems like wow. a really lovely way to celebrate a national holiday. I feel like every year on National Taco Day, Lake Quivira says, Return of the Mac. <laughs> Return of the Mac. Come on, uh, Chris, do you have any nice. National Taco Day plans? I'm going to be attending the Pitch Best of Awards Woo. Oh yeah. to collect our award for Best Kansas City Podcast. Yeah, let's, uh, fingers crossed. Woo. I bought a tuxedo to attend, so I will be in a tux that night. It's time to change change this city with that award. Things are going to change. Yeah, bring back the night. No, that's not what I want. Uh, Return of the Mac. 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 All right, so taco ticker story number two. There's a restaurant, a taco place in San Diego, has been giving away free tacos every time the Chargers lose. What? Ow. San Diego fans are very upset that the Chargers left, so now they hate the Chargers. When they lost to the Chiefs on opening day, the taco place called El Pollo Grill is giving away tacos, free tacos to anyone who wants them, anytime the Chargers lose a game. 
Last year, they gave away 400 free tacos every time the Chargers lost, which doesn't sound like a lot of tacos. I would be taking advantage of this. I would. Yeah. Do they have a limit on them? Like, you can only get, like, so many per person? I don't think so. No, but water is $10 a glass. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would, yeah, I'd get a lot of tacos. Man, San Diego's a good taco town, too. It really it is. is. I'm not sure it was the best football town, but... That's fine. Well, they're and they're trying to get a soccer team there. Landon Donovan's trying to get a soccer team in San Diego. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully tacos are involved. Do you think tacos are a good soccer food? Yeah. Could they be the best type of food to have at a soccer game? Well, I think they're best type of food to have pretty much anywhere. Like, yeah, you're right. They're a breakfast, a lunch food, a dinner food. You can have dessert tacos. <coughs> Betty yeah. Ray's on Tuesday does Taco Tuesday. You can get three scoops of ice cream in a taco waffle cone shell. Right. Like, Tacos are an anytime food. Well, think about it. A hard shell taco can double as nachos if you eat it aggressively. Exactly. Just yeah. boom, all of a sudden at the end, oh, look, I have yeah. chips. And you and get yet. a little special nacho yeah, treat at little, the end of your tacos. Little, little nacho. Little nacho. Well, thanks for checking the taco ticker with me. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Staunchly independent and inexplicably eclectic, Lotus Pool has something for everyone. For the iconoclast, enjoy Poster Children's Grand Bargain. Engineered by Steve Albini, their first new album in 14 years. The indie rock stalwarts every turn with a blast of political prog punk. For the pseudo-escapists, there's the wickedly talented Heidi Lynn Gluck and her latest album, Pony Show. Like an entrapping siren song, beautifully crafted melodies invite you in and caress you and rock you like a velvet hurricane. And for those that secretly sneak into their car on their lunch hour and listen to 101 The Fox, there is Sun Eaters, authors of the amazing Taco The Town theme song. A band applying the Juggalo business model to their face-melting musical collection with a dash of smart-ass sincerity. Their new album, Unfathomable Darkness, is coming this Christmas. Remember, all Lotus Pool music can be streamed for free at lotuspool.com, a Lotus Pool tradition since 1999. Buy, stream, enjoy. Even when you feel no one else loves you, Lotus Pool Records loves you the most. Feel the love at Lotus Pool. This is the time of the show called Town of the Taco. This is where we check Kansas City topics and discuss them. You guys want to do Town of the Taco? Yeah. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. Mm. So here's the KC Cup. Okay. Just pick a topic and we'll discuss it. We have tornado stories. The most Midwest (laughs) thing ever. (laughs) Got any good tornado stories? I do. So as you may recall, if you were up north or a Northlander, the tornado of 03 that oh, yeah. wiped out a big chunk of William Jewell. My mom, bless her, I love her. Shout out mom. Really likes Dairy Queen? There are not a lot of Dairy Queens around Kansas City. There's one in North Kansas City and one in Liberty. And one fine Sunday, she was like Saturday, whenever it was, she's like, let's go to Dairy Queen. I'm like, I don't know, mom. This weather's pretty gross. I don't think we should go out. It's like, now nah, it's fine. Let's go to Dairy Queen. So we venture up to Dairy Queen. On our way back, we start hearing tornado sirens. We're driving my 1997 Chevy Cavalier that like shakes a little bit if you go too fast. And we have to pause on our way home to let the tornado cross the road in front of us and like hit a restaurant. I was like, all right, cool. This is not terrifying, nor does it give me nightmares for life. Awesome. Thanks, mom. So now to this day, to this day, weather gets really gross. Mom's like, hey, you want to go to Dairy Queen? I'm like, this isn't funny, mom. You up north when that tornado hit in like 03? The tornado 
was coming from the racetrack here towards my house. We live on the floodplain of the Missouri River. We live on a cliff. And I told my wife, tornadoes can't come up a cliff, so we're fine. But they were all cowering in the basement. And I watched my backyard as the tornado went down the floodplain past my house. And actually, the, the edges of the tornado were kind of brushing over my back porch. And then it proceeded to go two miles down nice. the floodplain, go up a cliff, and tear into a neighborhood. So my theory about tornadoes not hitting cliffs was a bad one. Yeah, I always heard you're very confident in your feeling to stand I was outside. Like, well, tornadoes you're like, can't go not up coming up. It's a cliff, you're for like, God's sake. That's science. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. I'm like, think about it. Can you climb up a cliff? No. Can a tornado climb up a cliff? No. <laughs> I was wrong. Trevor, have uh, you got any good tornado stories? I was going to say, I'm going to come across as a one-upper. I lived right next to Andover, Kansas in uh, 95. So I used to tell people that I lived at 143rd and Harry until 143rd and Harry was not there. Yeah, we had a tornado come about two and a half miles straight down to our house. And then when we went downstairs, so we got, we're, we're out there filming like idiots. My mom's screaming. We ran in the basement, and I'm in my basement. My parents are, I'm holding our dog, and my parents are praying out loud, and I'm just waiting for the sound of a train. And it actually just pulled down our fence, hopped, went in the air, you know, went up, and then uh, hit Andover. So then I was on the, uh, I was on the rescue, or, you know, just kind of part of the rescue group the next day. I couldn't get into Andover that night because the trees all blew down. You couldn't get around into Andover until they uh, came through and removed the trees out of the road. So. It's a pr pretty bad deal, but my dad actually worked as uh, didn't even have an insurance background, but they just needed people at that time, so yeah. he helped as uh, like an insurance broker to make sure people got their money after uh, all the devastation. But they, re they rebuilt uh, Andover into a much nicer city. That was crazy. I remember that yeah. one. Is that the one where people parked and hid under the overpass, and now they yeah. tell people not to yeah. do that? Yeah, they have the, They actually had footage, yeah. And somewhere we still, I'm sure, have our footage. It's just coming straight to our house. But I can't imagine. I mean, it got within 200 yards of my house after coming straight that whole time. So if a tornado's coming, pray out loud. Yeah, I feel like the most boy thing in the world, and that is 1,000% a gender stereotype, like out there filming yeah. it when you're like, oh my God, no, go inside. A, that's that's called yes. That, yeah. Absolutely. That's a Kansas thing because yeah. in yeah. my family, we just stand out in the yard and watch the tornadoes. We don't yeah. go into the basement. We stand out and look for them. You know, yeah. it's like, where is it? Look in the, the sky. Next, the next time I do it now, I'm going to be like, they don't go up cliffs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to yell. not even real. Not even I matter. think that's a good short film. Watch it not go up yours and then go over and go, well, it's kind of right. Well, I feel like that's part seen, of the movie Twister. <laughs> have you seen the documentary Twister about Helen Hunt's life as a young girl? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that when she was growing up, she was in a bunch of tornadoes and it actually killed her father. Because he was doing just that, standing out in the tornado. Yeah. I love that movie so much. I like it more than Ladybugs. Every <laughs> yeah. time it's on TV, I watch it. It's so good. Um, but now I know so why bad. they didn't make that into a comedy, right? Like well, That makes more sense now. The only thing yeah. that would make that yeah. movie better is if Helen Hunt, if there was a soccer scene in, in oh, Twister God, somewhere. Oh, God, that would just like be it, where the soccer she ball gets whipped up in the tornado. <laughs> well, it's, I don't know if you know this, and I'm glad that I'm the one to tell you that that's the sequel to Ladybugs. The little girl that Helen wow. Hunt is oh. is actually on the team with Rodney Dangerfield. Damn it. This is a <laughs> game changer. She's the goalie. I she's like that. That if makes my heart happy. you can tie it into Sylvester Stallone's Victory, my day will well, be complete. Well, Victory is a sequel to Twister. Gotcha. Because <laughs> after uh, her made father before, is sucked up in the tornado, right. he's just he's goes into a time warp back to pre-Berlin Wall wow. Germany. Shout out to Helen Hunt, you know? Yeah. Shout out Thank to Helen you. Hunt. Helen Hunt, yeah. where you at? And God rest his soul, 
Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah. God bless Billy him. Billy the Extreme. I really, felt like, and I really felt like Rodney Dangerfield was getting a shout out there. Oh, shout out, no Rodney. Yeah. Come on. Rodney. Oh. Bill Paxton. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Shout out. Seymour Hoffman. Uh, they're all up in heaven. Yeah. Having a great yeah. time. God bless them. All right, Lou so Diamond Phillips is still here, though, <laughs> Shout by the out way. to Lou Diamond Phillips. But still here. Still here. <laughs> All right, so we've got these tacos. We've, we've had these tacos, and we've had some mac and cheese. Let's, let's give our taco review. Let's put these tacos to the test. All right, so what did everybody think of the tacos? Was there, what was your favorite part of these tacos we had here today at Sporting Kansas City Park? At Children's Mercy Park. I was like all in on that fish taco. I was not expecting that good of a fish taco from a stadium because a lot of people think stadium food is going to be like bare bones, kind of gross. I think Sporting Park does a really good job with creating delicious food. Like that was money. The sauce game was strong too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also uh, a fine uh, pico de gallo uh, in both. That, uh, that took a little uh, TLC. I would be with the Marlins man from Taco uh, ta- Taco the Town Past and say, typically, I'm a lettuce guy. Oh, okay. These were fantastic without the lettuce. I'm going to give the uh, lean to the steak because I am a uh, traditionalist in the soft corn tortilla over the flour. But uh, I thought both were excellent. Slight nod to the uh, steak. Andrea, you said you had a um, macaroni and cheese and soccer story. I do. So, a few years ago, I was traveling to watch the U.S. men's team um, during the Gold Cup? No, Copa America. During a tournament in which they were playing other countries from the Americas. And I was in Seattle watching a game. And it had been a long day of drinking and just enjoying life. And I got to the stadium and I was so hungry. And I walked by this food stand where they had barbecue mac and cheese. And, like, if you bought that and red wine, it was, like, two for one. So, obviously, I was going to do that because I'm a classy lady, and I like to drink red wine when I drink my soccer or when I watch my soccer. So, I am, like, chowing down, drinking my wine, eating my nachos or my mac and cheese with barbecue pulled pork. It was amazing. Thank you, CenturyLink Field. And my phone starts vibrating. Like, people are calling me. People are texting me. And I'm like, what's going on? I look at it. Hey, what are you eating? 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 Like, what is happening? I had been filmed during the pregame just, like, all in on this mac and cheese (laughs) holding red wine. But there's a picture of me doing it, and it's actually my Bumble and my Hinge profile picture. So a lot of people start with, one, what are you eating in these pictures? Or, so you're a big soccer fan. I like soccer, too. I watch the World Cup. And I'm like, cool, bro. I bet you totally watch a lot of soccer, (laughs) but thank you for that. So... There you are. That's so I, how I attract the gentlemen. <laughs> what is what is Bumble and what is Hinge? Oh, Bumble and Hinge are dating apps. Bumble is like Tindery where you swipe left and right, and but girls have to talk first, so it's like like a little layer of safety there. Okay. Um, Hinge has like a little bit more information, and you can like certain responses or respond to people that way, and that can go either way. Either girls or guys can talk first. By the way. This is like not an advertisement, but I am in fact single. So if you know anyone who likes tacos and soccer, <laughs> send them my way. Our new sponsor, Andrea. Did I say that right? Yeah, Andrea. Andrea my mom's gonna be really excited Andrea's, about this. Andrea's uh, dating life is now sponsoring the Which podcast. Which could be its so. own podcast, actually. 
Uh, trying to figure out how do we pair red wine with mac and cheese? Is it just it's a por- It's pork, so it's like a nice meat. I the red wine, well. po- yeah, pours, okay. pulls does pour really well. It's, yeah. it's good. Yeah, oh you guys God. are all okay with sports and port here. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I just like. But I don't think you should eat it and get out on the field. Though. No, that's probably that not would it. be a bad choice. But a nice, cool, Maybe you should. I brisk, don't like bush fall day, you some red wine, some pork, some macaroni and cheese. It's delicious. Chris, what were your thoughts on the tacos today? I thought they were outstanding. I thought the uh, the mac and brat, the brat and mac was a five out of five, but I, I did, did love the tacos as well. as well. I thought that the uh, condiment game on the tacos was probably the best uh, we've had, with the exception of um, the uh, the taco place inside of the Rhino, which I thought that Those was so far my favorite. The greatest compliment I could give these tacos, they, they were like restaurant quality. Absolutely. You usually don't get that when you're walking up somewhere ordering tacos and wanting to say, hurry up. I agree. I, I like the fish taco better than the steak taco. Fish Dinner. taco was delicious. One of the best fish tacos I've had. I would give it, what, what would you guys say out of five golden tacos, what would your rating be on these tacos? I'd go four. Four out of five? Yeah. I'm going, I'm going 4.5 because I think the sauce... Again, you could, and they gave you enough sauce. You could sauce every bite. Sauce here was great. It you was could really sauce good. Sauce every bite. What would you say, Chris? I'm gonna go with 4.5 too. I don't think I could have said it any better. Appreciate it. I'm going 4.4 out of five golden tacos. I love the fish taco, and I love the condiments. The the sauces and the salsa they give you was amazing. I really love that they give you some lime too. Some places don't give you lime. So lime is, was perfect, and the mac and cheese was great. What do you give the mac and cheese? Out of 17 golden mac and cheese bowls, what would you give the out mac of and 17 cheese? 17 golden mac and cheese bowls. What would you give them? I go, you know, Sporting Park. You know, I love you, Children's Mercy Park. I give the edge to CenturyLink Field and the soccer mac and cheese because there is barbecue pulled pork. If there was some barbecue in here, there's some burnt ends mixed in, I feel like I could go higher, but I go 14 okay. out of 17. And that's a woman who's known for her mac and cheese consumption. Yeah. Indeed. That's um, true. You, it is. Humble and game. Bumble and Hinzer and... <laughs> All of them. Donner Geek. and Blitzen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm giving it, I'm giving it two. Uh, I'm giving it two Mahomes and uh, two uh, two conversions, uh, <laughs> okay. two extra points. So I'm, I'm going 14. So we love the tacos here, but there are some people that have had some bad taco experiences at Sporting Park. You guys want to read some bad reviews in a funny voice? Oh my love God! Yes. Bad reviews on Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. All right, so Dan R., this is this is a throwback because that Journey concert was a while ago. Great stadium, but spent $400. What? Wait, oh, sorry. Spent $400 to see Journey with the family. He paid too much to see Journey. <laughs> Very disappointed the concert wasn't rescheduled due to the inclement weather, but walked all the way in and found out there would be no umbrellas allowed. Ridiculous. No Steve Perry. One star. But I had a poncho and I put my phone in a Ziploc bag and I was good. So Dan just wasn't resourceful enough and wasn't prepared to see Journey. He probably didn't know that Steve Perry wasn't the lead singer probably anymore. Probably did not. Too. And he, I feel like he should have enjoyed Pat Benatar more. She was a delight. So what was it like a downpour or something? It was really bad. Yeah, it was really <laughs> rainy. But it, again, all all of the actual seats in the stadium are covered, so it's not like it was a direct downpour. But the walk was a little damp. He was just a wuss. Trevor, what do you got there? Uh, I have S. Johnson. You guys ready? I'm not too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give me a, a give me a funny voice in. there. 
S. Johnson says, Nice facilities, but small and in the middle of nowhere. Came here for U.S. men's soccer team and was excited to see the stadium. The pitch was in great shape and the aesthetics of the stadium were nice. But it felt really small. Not small as in it provides an intimate experience, but more like a minor league baseball field. Probably a the whole place. From a distance, it looked nice, but the details were disappointing. It was also out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, stuck next to a NASCAR truck. Surrounded by box stores and parking lots, we're getting to the tacos. Pretty anticlimactic three stars. Where does he think he is? Rio de Janeiro? Where does he think he is? Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas? Right, what? yeah. Out in the dot? Oh, wait, this I is I think Kansas. he did say the uh, tacos, though. <laughs> oh, that's that's me. Oh, okay. That's, that's still you. Um, here, I've got one here. Hey, hey, put Dave next to your copy. I like that voice, though. It Thank sounded you. like some snobby Brit who flew yes. in for the and show. everybody will say, I didn't know what you said, but... You know, God forbid, yeah. maybe we should have had a huge stadium with 100,000 people who were puking on each other yeah. in the middle of a diesel-filled town or something. Maybe that's what he would have preferred. We're out here in God's country, the beautiful wheat fields of Kansas. Amen. This stadium Grinding is the crown jewel music. of um, Kansas City. It's Kansas. like the newest uh, of all the stadiums we have, and it is well-designed. And we've won two championships. Oh. Um, we've won Lamar one MLS trophies. Cup here and two U.S. Open Cups. And you know, there it's was good. only yeah, champions 2000, 2013. Yeah. There was only one shameful moment in this stadium's history. The Journey concert? And that's when, no, oh. that was a prideful moment. <laughs> it was yeah. indeed. Uh, when it was named Livestrong Park. And then I was very proud of this organization for changing the name of the stadium after Lance Armstrong shamefully dumped. Cheryl Crow, the queen of yes. Missouri. Yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah. well this is in Kansas. They're honoring Cheryl Crow. They legacy. honor both sides of the state yeah. line. It, you know, this, the organization. All she wanted to do was have some fun. It is. Yeah, and uh, I can tell you, could you way, she's not the only one. Could you give us a little few right. bars of that? All I wanna do <laughs> is have some fun. Yeah, keep going. I got a feeling <laughs> I'm not the only one. Yeah. All right. So to Are recap, we gonna dance to end this. I don't know. We're, well, we've got a couple more hours of the show to go, so I hope everybody's strapped in. To recap, if you're out here and you're having a hankering for some tacos, definitely try the tacos. Definitely try the mac and mac and cheese and the hot dogs and brats. Return uh, of the mac. We'll be right back after this break. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Have you ever had a paranormal encounter? Have you ever seen anything that you could not explain? Hello, my name is Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And these are the questions we ask every week alongside our trusty producer, Riley Bray, on the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast. Every week we interview a celebrity guest about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness featuring monsters, cryptids, and UFOs. Want to hear Craig Ferguson's take on the Loch Ness Monster? Or what crazy ex-girlfriend's Rachel Bloom thinks about a mysterious concrete castle built in Florida by a lovesick inventor? Like a haunted house or a forest at night, our conversations are always fun and unpredictable. So check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, keep your eyes on the skies. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. 
All right, so the last part of our show, this is called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth taco feelings. Uh, Trevor, you haven't been on the show yet, so this is uh, mostly geared towards you, but Andrea, I have some new questions that you can chime in on as well. Uh, this is when I get you to bear your taco soul, Trevor. Are you ready? Now I am. Okay. <clears throat> Trevor, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? Quality meat. I don't, I don't, like, the, I don't like weird chewies in my chicken tacos, steak taco, nothing else. Quality meat. Okay. You prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Hard shell. Hot or mild salsa? Hot. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Why would I not eat tacos? Uh, breakfast tacos. Okay. So still tacos, but just... No, breakfast, breakfast tacos. Breakfast tacos. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Most excellent taco town. What are some other good taco towns you'd compare it to that you've been to? Not a unique answer in saying Los Angeles is an excellent taco town. You know what? say Chicago. Okay. Like like I went on a limb naming two major cities. I might say Chicago. You know, I'm not sure if anybody's ever heard of Los Angeles or I'm Chicago. I'm going to say Tijuana and Mexico, <laughs> Mexico City. City. Is that a, a little, that's a bold take. I need to try some tacos next time I go to Branson or something. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? This music is getting intense. No. It's getting aggressive. <laughs> I don't think I have. Never? I don't, I don't know. Uh, if there's a taco on a table and it's it's free to eat, you are there and you will take it and eat it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever tapped out on taco. I, I have zero taco tap outs. That's great. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Ooh, taco no-nos, taco phobia. Obviously, I do have them explain when they have the exotic meats. So I would say phobia of, uh, you know, probably... Probably eating too many things. I'm not. A, I'm not going to be the adventurous one to. Uh, but I've definitely said no to like stomach and things like that. I don't need the strange meats. Beef cheek. Last time Andrea was yeah. on, we had beef cheek. I'm saying no to the beef cheek. What about lingua? Tongue. I'm all in. Yeah, tongue. Yeah, I, I said no to tongue tacos. I said oh, no okay. to tongue tacos. I was working that into but a bumble thing, but then my yeah. mom was going to get mad, so I stopped. Yeah. You are, but you are. You are all about tonguing in general. Yes, I am. I, but I am. Uh, I'm not a tongue eater. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm not a tongue eater. So this is the speed round. First thing off the top of your head, these are yay or nay questions. Taco pizza, yay or nay? Yes. Taco salad? Yes. Taco burgers? Yes. Taco dogs? Nah. Miniature tiny tacos? Yes, as long as you don't charge me for a full price taco. Yeah. Vegas, suck it, Vegas. Did you have a bad experience? Yeah. Okay. And threw up. It had nothing to do with my drinking. Go ahead, lightning round. Choco tacos? Yes. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast from Taco Bell. Hell yeah. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg from Taco Bell. Breakfast You taco. had me at Taco Bell. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. God, not at my age. Okay, all right. Favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to get tacos? Putting on the Ritz by Taco. <laughs> That's a classic. Andrea, this is open to you as well. Okay. Say the word taco did not exist and was not something in our vernacular. What would you call a taco? I think you would call it. I'm gonna uh, call it a meat hug. Meat oh. You're taking the meat and you've just hugged it. It's a meat hug. A meat hug. I I like that. Yeah. I have a chicken meat hug. I yeah. Have a chicken meat hug. But what about vegetarian tacos then? It could be a veggie hug. Yeah. Yeah. So you just call it a a, a food hug, hug, a yeah. dinner hug. It's a garden hug. A, a lunch hug, breakfast hug. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> a hug. A mini hug. Yeah. A mini pork but hug. But don't charge me 
full price on a mini hug. <laughs> no. Suck it, Vegas. Is there a type of taco that you've never eaten that you want to eat and that you could create that you've never had? Um, actually, there's <laughs> one taco in Kansas City that I have never consumed but always heard about. It's a Michael real one? Smith used to do a duck tongue taco. Okay. And I want to, I just like have never been there when it's either been on the menu or when I've been eating tacos. And so I've never had it, but I'm intrigued by it and I want to experience it. I think every taco I've ever wanted to have, I've had. Maybe uh, I'd like, actually, I would like to go to the nicest restaurant in the highest building in New York City and have them serve me a taco. Say, give me your taco. I want to try I your would like taco. To I would like to taste and your taco. And when they're like, sir, there's not a taco on the menu, you'd be like, there's an off the menu taco right. and I know exactly. there is. I live Gimme. an off the menu life. I'd be like, hey, you know what? Taco Bell tells you there's not a hard shell shredded chicken taco. I think oh, you can figure is. it out, New York. Just like the Enchirito. Yeah. I oh know the Enchirito is still the there. I love the That's my go-to Taco Bell order and a shredded chicken taco. It's hidden there. You just got to know the place to ask for it. Um, you do. All right, so this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me, like lovers do. Do you guys have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Either famous or endearing person you've ever shared a taco with. Endearing? Yeah. You know, you ever had, like, you know, was first date tacos? Lots of first date tacos. Okay. You know, I've eaten a lot of tacos with a lot of people. Nobody stands out? No special taco memories? I used to go eat tacos with my grandma, who's no longer with, with us. So. Aww. That's pretty good. She liked to go. I mean, this would be an emotional moment if this. If this dance music was. It takes two to make it out of sight. Shout out to Grandma! Shout out to Rob Bass. Rest oh. in peace. Yes. Okay, I have one. Okay. How many tacos do you think you could eat in the course of a 90-minute soccer game? No stoppage time. Oh, now we get into the whole stoppage no, time No, no stoppage time. Just no a 90-minute run of play. We're done trying to fix soccer. Well, I mean, am I cheering for the game while I'm eating tacos, or am I just eating tacos? Like, am I just in here watching You're the game? You're just in here watching the game eating tacos. I would say 12-plus, right? You don't think you could do one per minute? Like, do you think you could lightning round tacos? I don't like to what rush. About, what about mini tacos from Vegas? Oh, gosh. I got to have, like, 60. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't like to rush my tacos, so I'm not all about the, the yeah. food challenges and how fast I can eat a taco. Plus, you can get taco injuries. You want to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Has anyone else ever worked in a Mexican restaurant? No. I am Mexican, but I've never worked in a restaurant. You've never worked in a Mexican restaurant? I've never. Are no, you no, saying, no, you're saying your kitchen. You're like, well, your kitchen then kind of counts. What yeah, you're saying. I'm okay, saying like okay. any restaurant I'm in is kind of like, you're like, do you like Mexican food? I'm like, every food I eat is Mexican food. Uh, thank you. That's true. I worked in an Italian restaurant. That's it. But I'm Italian. And it was yeah. for my uncle. And I, I was met 12. my wife. I met my wife. I'm sorry. What did I Carlos say? Carlos O'Kelly's. Carlos. Mexican Cantina. Can you oh, sing? Hey. Can you sing the Carlos O'Kelly's song? Carlos O'Kelly's right. Mexican today. Carlos O'Kelly's celebrate. Shout oh, out to Daryl and Dave Rolf. Shout out to Carlos O'Kelly. Yeah. Rest Formally in peace. In Lawrence, Kansas. I love that Trevor the DJ just keeps pumping this music up about two <laughs> dBs every five minutes. 
<laughs> it just keeps getting louder and louder. Do you guys have any um, parting words you want to say about soccer or just about soccer in general or tacos in general before we close out the show? Yeah, do you have any parting words or any party words? Partying words? <laughs> I think if you haven't been to a sporting game, you should absolutely come out, hang out, and watch the team. It's going to be super fun. You can eat delicious tacos and apparently get down to some, like, bumping jams just oh it's dj g train i see his laptop oh sleep. dj g train's DJ here g train oh, i yeah. love his stuff i've been g trained once and i don't know that's <laughs> it that's it mine is uh hey children's mercy park let's see if we can get journey back here let's see if we can get a title fight out here we need boxing one oh, time that would be epic Oh, like that, uh, the ice hockey thing, but just do, like, soccer? Yeah, we need, boxing. we need boxing. We need one world championship boxing match late June. Let's get it on the calendar. That would be cool. Thanks for helping me through this soccer thing. I think I'm ready to accept soccer and watch soccer a different way. I need to just come to grips with that Davin thing was a long time ago. and We'll try. We'll get through it together. Do you guys want to give your Twitter handle or where they can reach you. Uh, Trevor, you're on the Comedy Minute, right? At the Comedy Minute. They're just where you can watch comedy videos. You have contests too, right? I do. I do, yeah. So it's comedy from people you haven't heard of yet. It's all amateur com It's funny or die for people you haven't heard of. And then I'm at A, K as in Kite, Garcia331. It's my birthday. Um, you can also just swipe on Bumble and Hinge Boom. so you see a girl holding red Single. wine and mac and cheese. When you see ready to mingle. <laughs> You know, now that we know your birthday and your name, can you also provide your social security number? I yes. do not know it. But also, get in line. There are already now three gentlemen waiting in line and here at Sporting Park. Hey. So she's killing it. <laughs> killing she's it. At Humble Bumble, she's eating uh, mac and cheese. Chris, thank you for joining us today on the show. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and apologies for my presence. Thanks to the security team. And the, Thanks uh, for keeping all these fans dogs. away from us yeah. tonight. I mean, we need some space to op do this show. We and do. We really appreciate the security forming this ring around us. Thank you for not turning the music down. Around us. <laughs> thank you to the DJ. Shout out to Helen Hunt. God Shout out to soul. Alexi Lawless, Tony Miola, Nick Tony. Lowry. Sylvester Stallone, the greatest Sly actor Stallone. Graham Zussi for being like bare in the cold. Graham Zussi, yeah. Minsky's Pizza, everyone Minsky's. here at Sporting KC for helping us out. Kirkland Vodka, because it's a great deal. I'm Shout out to Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney yeah. Dangerfield. Devin Sawa. Devin What's Sawa. Tom Knox. Oh, Amanda Bynes. Amanda, Amanda Bynes, Bynes. Shout <laughs> out. Tornadoes. Tornadoes, stay away, tornadoes. Brandy Chastain, thank you. Brandy Chastain. We respect you, tornadoes. Stay away from our homes. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for hanging out and talking tacos with me. Chicken tacos! Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you got a taco place you'd like for us to review, send us a message to Taco the Town Topics at gmail.com. Thanks to Patrick and everyone here at Children's Mercy Park and the Sporting KC organization for having us out today. We had a great time. Good luck to Sporting KC as they enter the NMLS playoffs. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here today on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Hey, kick the ball, kick it here, kick it there. Hey, don't let the other guy get it. Kick it far away, kick it across the grass. 
Kick it with your foot, kick it with your knee, kick it with your head, but don't touch it with your hands. 